Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q1.11, Study, the Daily Exploration into Foundations of Faith. Back in 1986, I enrolled in a microcomputer program in a business school. The IBM PC had been out only five years at this point, but it was shaking up the business world. Enrollment required that I take a personality profile test. This particular test showed my number one trait was the need for change. That was kind of obvious even at that time. I had a bachelor's degree in Christian education, but it became obvious that that was not my calling. I needed to study something else. So, I've worked in information technology most of my career, and currently am a database administrator. Most guys my age are already retired. But you know what I did earlier today? I was online looking for a tutorial to enhance my database skills. Now, I can't help myself. That's just the way I'm wired. But Dredd makes the case that just as lawyers and doctors, and my point of IT professionals, Study is an ongoing need and never-ending pursuit for high-impact men who want to develop their faith. Dredd has written three main points regarding this. First, the acceleration of faith requires a belief system. While I write from the Christian perspective, says Dredd, because that is what I have come to believe, it is not my intent here to proselyze. The source does not prescribe any particular religion but rather that a man must have some kind of belief system to accelerate his faith. By belief system, we mean the conviction that there is a supernatural governing force outside of oneself that provides an orderly explanation for our existence and delivers consequences for the violation of that order. The more skillful a leader is at visualizing, articulating, and persuading, the more movement he will initiate in the group and more effective he will be. However, this says nothing about his character. Ideally, he would be also a person who possesses virtue, a standard of moral excellence. Second, study puts a leader's belief system to the test. 
What happens when I die? What does that implicate about the way I should live? Prayer, the daily conversation a high-impact man has with his creator, provides answers to the what-what. Because the high-impact man believes in the efficiency of prayer, it also makes sense for him to study by reading the answers written down by other men who have been asking the same questions since the dawn of recorded history. One reason that belief systems have a foundational doctrine is to provide a common language for the use of its practitioners. Another is to express the principles upon which the structure of the system may securely rest. The high-impact man studies the foundational doctrine of his particular belief system so that he may practice it competently or abandon it as unsustainable. Finally, faith is the practice that requires study to accelerate. Law, medicine, or anything else that is practiced must be approached as a learned pursuit. While its foundational tenets may be immutable, the understanding of its practitioners is ever-evolving. Lawyers do not stop studying the law after they pass the bar, and doctors do not pack up their anatomy books after they perform their first surgery. They keep learning to become increasingly competent and evolve their understanding of what they practice. They do this through disciplined study at a depth and frequency sufficient to accelerate their skill. And with that as an overview, here's the substantive portion from a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about study. Let's roll the opening. A good idea. And we're back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. Um, so anyway, on the faith standpoint here in the study, which in our idiotic number system is the 1.11, Q111. If you're following along. If you follow along with our idiotic number system, the statement is the daily exploration into the foundations of faith. Yeah. So last week, L110, right, is prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a daily conversation, daily conversation between a man and his creator. This is the daily exploration of the foundations of faith, stu- actually studying. Yeah. The tenets of whatever your belief whatever system is. Yeah, whatever that dogma is, yeah. There are three Socratics for study. The first one is, is there a connection between leadership and faith? And that's very similar to the first Socratic of the, prayer, of prayer, right? Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is uh, describe this connection uh, between a virtuous leader and having a belief system of some kind. Mm-hmm. Faith being one part of it, and now study being the second. So that's why that uh, Socratic is very similar. Second... Socratic, how does a man know his belief system is based on truth? Mm. And third, is faith static or dynamic? Those are your three thought-provoking Socratic questions, hopefully which will elicit much discussion. Indeed. Now, your first spur, which is your takeaway, is the acceleration of faith requires a belief system, which seems kind of self-explanatory, right? Let's first define what we mean by a belief system, and that's a conviction of a supernatural governing force that provides an ordered explanation for existence mm-hmm. and delivers consequences for the violation of that order. Yeah. So that's a little wordy, but it's a little bit necessary. Sure. 
You got a question? You got a question look on your no, no, go face. Ahead. Okay. So supernatural, meaning something you can't see. Right. Right. It's a, it's outside of this world, right? Above yeah. the natural. Uh, governing in the sense that it has control. Okay. That was going to be my question, actually, was around governing. Does it, it, does it have control or is it just sort of what the the what makes everything happen or whatever? And so in other words... Um, it's not exerting control on me and forcing me to do things that I'm doing. Well, now you're getting into free will, right? Right. So, so what I mean I... is, it it uh, it's a governing force in the fa- in the sense that what we see before us in the created world mm-hmm. is not does is is under the direction of a governing force. Okay. That yeah. In that's some a, way. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not you're not random. being forced. Right. But it's but. What happens around you has order because right. this yeah it is governed right. some way, and that yeah. comes to that second part of it, which is an ordered explanation. In other yeah. words, uh, whatever it is that your belief system has is, it should provide some sort of doctrinal explanation for the for our 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 being here, mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. how it works, how the world came to be, how we are, whatever that is, right? right, an ordered explanation, and consequences for violation of it. In other words. It's the way things are supposed to be, but you're not living that way. Yeah. Right? If it doesn't have those components, it isn't really a belief system because it doesn't require anything. And it won't and what I mean by that is it ultimately won't do you much good yeah, to study so, it. So don't get too hung up in, in jargon on this one and just Yeah, just go with it. Just go with what we're saying because because guys are gonna be like, Well, I, you know, but sure. if I believe and it doesn't govern you know, whatever, right? Don't do that. Right. Just use whatever word makes you feel happier but this is this is what we're saying right we we specifically chose these kind of words to to get away from it's not christian language it's not judeo-christian language i don't believe it's islamic language it's just language to describe you know you might say a boss sure yeah boss has rules right right well in the example that you gave about uh dr dylan is uh is very apt yeah it makes a lot we'll pick that up a little bit more deeply and uh now but um Again, all this is related from a leadership standpoint to the difference between an effective leader and a virtuous leader, right? That's, yeah. that, that's, that's critical to this uh, because effectiveness, you know, the ability to lead, right. the ability to put leadership principles into, into motion, happens. Into motion right? yep. to visualize, to articulate all those things, that makes you effective, but it doesn't make you virtuous, right? There's got to yeah. be some combination of those two things, right? Without it, you know, the virtue part, and we talked last week about mm-hmm. Hitler, and, in, uh, Hitler and being a, right. effective but not virtuous and and Carter being Jimmy Carter being virtuous but not uh, effective, effective. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's the the combination of the two. That rare guy, right? That rare guy. It's it's much more common to find a Stalin mm-hmm. effective but without virtue without, no. <laughs> than it is a Lincoln to have yeah. both. Yeah, to have both. And Stalin was a man not governed by any particular belief system outside of himself. Thought he was king of the world. Yeah. All right. Effective leaders gather power because this is this is kind of the problem right mm-hmm. the more effective you are the more you are able to influence movement to advantage power comes to that mm-hmm. people see it they want to be around it and you will gain power now how you disseminate that power now that becomes a, a matter of your character mm-hmm. right because you have all this power even if you start out wanting to do good whatever good is right having all that power is a dangerous elixir right if it doesn't have any boundaries to it and that's what a, a belief system does, is it provides boundaries to the, to the dispensation of power. Now, all groups have tried to do this in some way through worldly measures, right? 
You, know, you got an effective leader. You want the guy to be effective. But he ga- he gains power and right. he accumulates it. And he starts, thinking starts he's to the king abuse of the world. it, yeah. right? And uh, he, he needs some kind of restraint. Mm-hmm. So groups will always seek this balance between effectiveness and restraint and virtue. On the one hand, they don't want to have so much restraint that nobody can be effective. Right. Because then they can't seek advantage. On the other hand, they don't want to have too little restraint. Yeah, because then we're getting a problem. Then we get a problem. I mean, probably, you know, in my opinion, uh, not probably in my opinion, in my opinion, the best example of a worldly restraint is the United States Constitution mm-hmm. that balances power. It recognizes that effective leaders will gather power. And the, the best way to restrain that is to allow other people to have power, too, and pit them against one another. Yeah. So what we call the balance of power between the three uh, uh, portions of our government, right, the three branches, is really less of a balance but an intentional competition. Sure. So we say it's sense. a balance, but, yeah. but you can't balance dynamic things. That's a convenient I was just way to say, like, right? You can't, right? It's much the same way we say, oh, like right. work-life balance or any of these other balances. It's right. not. It's not. And about that. and not to go all sideways on the Constitution. It's really the legislature, the legislative branch, who has is the primary branch of the government. Mm-hmm. Really, the executive we'll has. Say we less, tend to look and say, yeah, oh. we, well, in our day today, the legislature has has given up a tremendous amount of power to the executive and the, and the Supreme Court. But there's a reason why the judiciary, the Supreme Court. And the, the federal uh, judiciary system is Article Three of the mm-hmm. Constitution because it's third and po- most important. The drafters of the Constitution knew what they were doing, but it's not supposed to be an, a co-equal balance. Right. The recognition that the legislature, reflecting the purest and most direct democracy, is the primary branch. The executive branch puts the laws into action and acts as somewhat as a break on the legislature. Mm-hmm. But then it's really for the Supreme Court to to, to provide that tamper. So right. you have those that that's an an effort right to to blunt to blunt power. Effective leaders are blunted by this competition. It's worked pretty well for over 200 years. It's a pretty darn good yeah, document. So far, it so reflects, good. Yeah. I, what I would say a brilliance on the one hand, and I would say because my belief system is says this, is that it's tinged with the divine. Now, the drafters of the Constitution were 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 compelled and or impelled or at least infused with divinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a godly document in that sense. I'm not trying to get everybody to sign up for that, but that's that's the way I see it. Right. And, yeah. That's the way I see it. Ultimately, the Constitution, in the hands of a man uh, who's bent on, who's got a, a, not, a nose full of power, a snoot full of power, mm-hmm. he'll run through that Constitution like it's nothing but a bunch of speed bumps. Yeah. And and it won't stop him. The only thing that'll stop a powerful leader is a belief system, is to subordinate himself to that. And that's why in F3 we're so – I don't want anybody relying on worldly structures. Mm-mm. You will be disappointed. Like when we did this whole it thing with, come up short. with Kavanaugh, you know, I kind of got into oh, it with some yeah. guys on Facebook, and I was like, y'all putting a lot of eggs in a basket of, of, held by a man, in a, in a rickety straw basket right. held in a man's hand. <laughs> you know? A, I mean, it just – it just yeah. that's not where – that is not where it comes from. Yeah. In my in in my under my belief system, worldly structures. If you're dependent upon them, you're going to be disappointed. Which takes us to the second spur. So that first spur, acceleration of faith requires a belief system. You got mm-hmm. to believe in something if you're going to accelerate that. Second one is study puts a leader's belief system to the test, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So as we talked about last week, prayer being uh, providing the answers to the what what. Study dovetails into that, but it's the reading of the answers that other men have gotten. That's one way to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you you know, a guy can say, and I do, I've talked to men who say this, look, I don't, need to, I don't need to read the Bible. God's talking to me. 
I think that's great. I think God's talking to me too, in a way. I believe in prayer. But he also talked to a lot of guys smarter than me. Right. And when I read what they what the answers they got, you know, it's helpful to my prayer. Like it, it, they go together, mm-hmm. you know, like salt and pepper in that sense. And too much salt and not enough pepper ain't going to taste good, right? Right. I mean, you want that the effective mix of the well, two. Well, there has to be that same kind of sort of healthy exactly right. tension of all the things. And the, uh, uh, and the older I get, the more I believe this. How did I ever think that God would chose me to talk to anyway? <laughs> I believe that he's talking to me to one degree of prayer, but I think he talked a heck of a lot more to, to St. Paul. Well, you know? he, yeah, he stood in, with him. In my so, belief system, yeah. right? Or Peter, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So I think there's a lot more wisdom to be found in the uh, the books of the Bible written by Paul, for example, than the, you know, the idiotic scrollings of dread. You know, I mean, <laughs> my scribblings, you know? Sure. So for me to turn to the Bible to study, to bolster my faith, the faith that is bred of prayer, right. to me is simply common sense. Like, it's not even a matter of faith, really. Well, uh, to you, sure. But you, you see it that way now. Because I've been beaten down by failure. There we go. Yeah, right? right? I have, uh, you know, much as I think people have already been disappointed by Justice Kavanaugh, I got disappointed in myself. Mm. I mean... Having the eggs in my own basket didn't work. Yeah. Even when I started to pray and thinking I was hearing the right answers, it still wasn't enough for me to accelerate my faith, right? But now putting it to the test is kind of that second step, right? Now, I've read the entire Bible front mm-hmm. to rear, and I read the Bible every day in seven-minute mm-hmm. increments. That's what I do. That's yeah. my daily exploration to the foundations of faith. Seven minutes. I time it. Yeah, you know that might be a verse, might be two, might be half a verse, whatever it takes. Whatever right? it is, yeah. You know, and and I'm so I'm now having done this for ten years or so. I'm going over stuff that sure. I've read sometimes many times, and I have little notes in my Bible, and I look at what I thought about something when I read it three years ago. Yeah, and and like, that was idiotic. Hmm. What I thought, or well, you were just a different place in life. Well, it betrays yeah. um, a growing sense of faith, right? Which is part of that dynamic that you're talking about, Absolutely. and that's, that's why you my, can't just read it once, point. check off the box, and call it done, right? That's why now, it has to be a daily discipline. Absolutely. Now, these are the formal religions have things like the Bible or the Quran. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that um, Buddhism has something, but I can never remember what it is. Couldn't tell anyway, you. Anyway, um, we can't just focus on those or think that there aren't other things. And this is where the Bob Dylan thing comes in. Informal religions, mm-hmm. informal religions also have a body of knowledge to speak, but they lack a cohesive place where you could find it. Sure. It's not really written down. No, it, it, it's and it's one of those things where, and you hear this phrase a lot now, and sometimes I struggle because I don't understand it entirely, what they mean when they go, well, I'm going to tell my truth. Yeah, right. Yeah. My my lived experience or yeah. whatever. Right. Okay. I mean, that's fine, but right. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure how that right. helps. But yeah. Well, now, and that is maybe a, div- when I hear somebody say like that, I don't, I don't even want to argue with them because I, because I, what I hear is something that I said myself. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was a pa- that was a step along the passageway for me. Same, yeah. Yeah. To say, no, I'm the king of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's past king of the world. Uh, it's 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 a belief that the discovery of the divine is something that each individual goes on. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. That, that's what I was taking you to mean. You. Right. Yeah. So if somebody says, "Well, I'm living out my learned truth, or whatever I'm feeling from my yeah, uh, yeah. personal relationship with God." <clears throat> I was at that point. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, and I think that's kind of the heart of Bob Dylan spiritualism, right? You know, that that's at the heart of it. And I, you know, that 
uh, and you take that song that I'm making making fun of a little bit or using as a I'm right. really making fun of it, but the answer is yeah, blowing but, in the wind, right? I mean, one line from that song is how many years can some people exist before they're allowed to be free? I mean, that's really right, an that's, expression. That's the question. That's the what, first of all. Yeah. What's going to happen when I die, yeah. right? I mean, he's really expressing that in a different way. Like I said, all religions, formal and informal, come down to the what-what. Right, but my point in saying, you know, and I think we're kind of saying the same thing with, with all that is just that, uh, you know, uh, if I am, if I believe I'm the king of the world, then I am going to live it by my my personal experience and not I'm not interested in the other uh, experiences that come, and so I'm going to look at the the you know the lyrics of the song. I, I think we're the, having a bit of a a um, just a matter of a, a disagreement over terms. Okay. Um, when I say king of the world, I mean looking totally to yourself, my thoughts, ungoverned by anything else. When I'm talking about Bob's doing spiritualism or a, a, a progression towards faith. I'm talking about it, a okay. belief in something out there, and you're you're obtaining it through a lived experience, right? You're not saying it is thus because I say. You're saying, look, I in the sunrise, for instance, yeah. I saw God, and God said, "Protect the earth" or something like that, or whatever. Okay, right? Okay. That's that's still a belief system, in, yeah. something okay. outside of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. My contention is, how do you study it? That, that's my point of yeah, this, yeah. Is, right? I how are you going to study it, right? Yeah. So if Bob says, how many years can some people exist? And he says in the same song, how many times can a man turn his head and pretending pretending that he just doesn't see, right? Okay, that's the second what? Right. Right? What does yeah, it mean no. about yeah, how am I supposed to, to live? live? Yeah. Right, how am I supposed to live, right? So, I mean, it's it, even in something like Bob Dylan's spiritualism, you can see the what-what underlying all that, right? Mm-hmm. You can still see it's still the same dilemma that, that cognizant, cognizant, that's not the right word, cognizant man, right? Knowing man, meaning we know, not Mm -hmm. like an animal. Aware. Aware, right? Aware man. Looking up and saying, what happens when I die? Yeah. Okay. What's the order of the universe? Yeah. Right? What does that mean about the way I should Yeah, now what do I do? That's right. Right? Yeah. You know, how many, you know, uh, when am I going to be free, says Bob. You know, what's going to happen at the end? What does that mean about the way I should live now? Could, you know, can I keep turning my, pretending to turn my head? Okay, good questions, my friend. Right? right. But what's your answer? Bob's answer is it's blown in the wind. And does he, well, and, and we don't want to get weird philosophical on that, but it almost sounds like, well, that's not a discoverable answer. I think he is saying it is discoverable. You just have to listen to the wind? Well, I think he's saying it's naturalism. Okay. He's saying that, you know, so if you're a Judeo-Christian, you're saying that the the earth was created by God, right? Yeah. He brought it into being, sure. right? He gathered the, the, the light and the darkness water, and the water. He separated the, the water yeah. from the, He did all these things, right? In the yeah. Genesis story, right? He did those things. The ordered universe is at his hand. Mm-hmm. And the answers to the questions, to the what, what he provided through prophecy to the, to the men and women who wrote the Bible, mm-hmm. right? That's where the answers are. Bob's simply saying, nah, don't go to that trouble. Just look at the earth. Look at the created thing. And then you'll know. Right. That's that's naturalism, right? For him, there's no sky cue. There's an intrinsic order that came into existence that has some form of knowledge or power, mm-hmm. but it speaks through nature rather than through, first of all, prayer, like you know, talking to God himself, like a personal relationship, as a, as a Christian would put it, mm-hmm. uh, or through the, the words that have been given to, through prophecy that 
right. form the books of the Bible, right. right? That's something to study. That's something to study. Yeah. And you and I belief system are slightly different since you're a Mormon, yeah. right? So you have an extra set of things that you can look to because right. you have a belief in Latter-day Saints that mm-hmm. it's the, the Word of God is not done. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I believe that whenever the Council of Trent or whatever is they where they yeah. the Bible was finalized, right. that that's it. Whereas you believe that there's been more to come after that. There's yeah. that, that, that and, and it continues today. And, it, and continues yeah. today, right? So you know, my thing to you would be keep studying that, brother. Uh, amen. Yeah. Keep studying that, <laughs> yeah. right? You yeah, know, yeah. and 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 you and I often uh, have discussions about you know the truth of that, and 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 I, I mean, I want to know that. Sure. I, I, and I want to hear that, but if there's no that, like, right, then, yeah, I imagine if Bob Dylan was sitting here right now, and he, <laughs> it would be a very frustrating discussion to have with a guy that yeah. thinks like that. Yeah. For me, only because there's nothing to study. Yeah. There's how, nothing to look at. How do we compare? How do right. we, yeah. Right. And then not to insult Bob, but I think there's something very superficial mm. about simply saying, ah, heck, you know, it's out there blowing in the wind. Now, for me personally, it doesn't work. I think I alluded to this last week because I can hear whatever I want in the wind anyway, man. Yeah. But I can wor- hear the answer my flesh wants rather than the answer that God would have me. But in. if it works for Bob, and that's where Bob is on his spiritual journey, yeah. then, hey, man, we respect Be the best that. Bob you can yeah. be. Do it. Be the best do Bob it. you can be. However it is that you study whatever it is that's sure. studyable in your, in your deal, do it. You know, I don't do this because I'm not looking to be... Uh, confrontational with people. Sure. But when you see a guy that's got like the Darwin uh, thing mm-hmm. on his license plate. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fish with the little Dar- feet. And on, on yeah. his bumper sticker. Yeah. You know, I'd like to say to almost the guy, I, I, you know, say, what, you know, uh, origin of species, man. Tell me what it says. Because uh, I, I don't think he's read it. Probably right? not. I mean, and the same thing would be the same, the same criticism back at Christians. So tell me what the book of Isaiah says. Right. You know, if you're not no studying idea. it, yeah. right, to say I believe in evolution but not be able to describe in detail what Darwin said about it, right? right? To be a Darwin guy, an, an evolutionist, I guess, not really a naturalist, Whatever and not to be able yeah. to say it, I would say, well, you're a mascot because you're not going to persuade me to well, it. Well, that's what I was going to say is you're, you're, you're walking away from virtue in, in that sense because you're, you're super interested in telling me what you don't believe and sure. poking away at what someone else believes, but you're not willing to take the steps necessary right. to put in your heart what right. you think you believe. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I'm no evangelist. You know, I don't, I'm not very good at convincing people of, of the divinity of, of Christ. I mean, okay. I, it's not what I do, right? I mean, I, I, you know, uh, that's, not, that's not a skill set I have, but I've read the heck out of the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand it. At least, you know, my limited country lawyer brain can get, get itself around something. <laughs> right. And I know, you know, I know what it says and, and doesn't say. Right. So if you say to me something that's not in the Bible, like, therefore, by the grace of God, walk I. That ain't scripture, bro. It ain't in there. That ain't in there. Yeah. And you, so you need to know that. And if you're going to be an evolutionist, you should know what's in the origin of species. I'd say, if that's what your belief system is. Then, by golly, go study it. Yeah, be, be really know that stuff. Yeah. In, instead of... So for me, I'm not going to spend much time poking at a, a Darwinist right. or poking at a Bob Dylan spiritualist until I know my belief system. Sure. Because I need to put it to the test. That's what I think that a belief system is supposed to do. It's supposed to provide this foundational doctrine. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to give a, a common language for its practitioners, right? So that we can, me being a Christian, you being a Christian, we, we have a common language to talk sure. about, right? We're yeah. talking about the same thing. Yeah. When we say the Trinity... Right, we see, we know we're talking about the same yeah, thing. we have a basic justification understanding. or sanctification. Yeah. We're talking about the same thing, and I would say that would be a limit that a Bob Dylan spiritual 
spiritualists would have. They're not. They don't have any common. There's no common terms for them yeah, to talk about that we're aware of. For that sure. we're aware of. Yeah. Maybe there are. I, mean, I don't know. You know, write write that in with a mixed egg if you're That's out right. there. All right. Or and and but also principles. Belief system provides principles. Yes. It separates the dry ground from the wet ground. It separates from the sky from the land. Right. It says this is what this is and this is what this is not. In the same way, we answer that mixed egg to say, well, brother. A girlfriend's not a wife. Yeah. So not a, an M. A girlfriend's not a wife. Yeah. And and if that fellow was sitting here right now and he said, I treat her like my wife and I love her like my wife and I hold her above, and I, then I'd say, my only real question is why wouldn't you marry then, her? Then? Yeah, then what's the problem? Yeah. You know, then why wouldn't you do it? However, if he says, I'm just going to keep it the way it is, you get no argument out of me. You be you. You be you. You be you. But that doesn't mean that I would change what I believe to be the right Right. Arrangement of the concentrica. Right. M's got to be in the middle. Not not a girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Not a girlfriend. All yeah. right. Um, the hymn studies, mm-hmm. in the sense we mean, explores the foundation of his faith so he may practice it competently. Like, that's kind of what I was just describing. Yeah. yeah. He needs to put that doctrine to the test. First two or three times through the Bible, I was very suspicious, man. <laughs> no. Particularly yeah. when, you know, particularly when I would hit a point that did not jive with the way I feel, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, scripture prescribes some things, yeah. says this is what this you is should how do, this ought to be, right? Mm-hmm. It proscribes others, meaning you ought not to do that, right? Prescribes and, and proscribes. Proscribe. Many of those prescriptions and proscriptions are things that, A, I wanted to, I didn't want to do. Right, or that I did want to do and, and was told right. not to. <laughs> and I'll tell you right off the top, I do not want to love my neighbor. More than myself. <laughs> that is prescribed. Some of those people are terrible. That is prescribed. It is. I must. That's, that's one of the big ones. Right. Here's a proscription. Mm-hmm. Here's a proscription. I do not want to stop judging. <laughs> not for five minutes. Right? Not for today. Not for the rest of my life. Right. right? Yeah. But it's proscribed. But it, that's the deal. It's kind of clear, no matter what version you're looking at, thou shalt not judge. Let's yeah. be judged by the same. Yeah, right? Yep. Got a moat in your eye, right? You're looking at my moat. You got right. a plank. You got a plank, buddy. You got a plank, yeah. right? Well, I put that to the test, and you know what? I found, Franklin, that's some truth, baby. It works. When you start judging other people, it's coming right back at you, and yeah. it hurts. Yeah. And it hurts. So the prescriptions and the proscriptions that I found in Scripture, when I banged my flesh against them, and he made me go through this the hard way. I found out that they were true. I put it to the test. Yeah. Uh, but I would say to this, if I had failed me, I would have abandoned it. If I found that it was not true, I would have abandoned it. Sure. And I would have abandoned it because I need, as a him, to be able to proclaim the truth of my belief system to others. All of it. Only a mascot, only a mascot would not be willing to walk and talk what yeah. he believes in, right? So hypocrisy is one thing to say, well, you know, I do one thing, but I say another. But I think it's almost worse. The reverse is almost worse. To 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 do one thing, but not believe enough, and to mm. say it. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean that that to me, I just don't get that. To me, that's pure mescotry, Right? That's that's a form of cowardice. If you believe in it and it works, and you think it's the truth, and you've put it to the test, why wouldn't you tell another man that truth? Why would you let him you wallow need in a to, lie? Right? right? Yeah. Well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Really? Hmm. Really? If you believe that he's engaged in a pattern that puts his his life, yeah, his happiness, his eternal his... life at risk, yeah, 
you'd rather him not hear that? Not sure, really sure I get the love part in that. Well, I'll say it's, uh, you've said it many times. It's a, it's a weird kind of love. It's a weird kind of love. Leaves a brother in a lie, man. Yep. You know, it's a weird kind of love. All right. Third spur. Faith is a practice that requires study to accelerate. Okay. And, that, and that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's like Laura Medicine, right? right? These are learned pursuits. Uh, practice is simply the practical application of a skill to transfer head knowledge to heart knowledge. Go to law school like I did. They teach you a bunch of stuff, and you walk out of there, and you can't do a darn thing. Mm-hmm. It's all head knowledge, no heart knowledge. And I think it's probably the same for doctors. But as my practice has gone on, I've been practicing for 23 years, 22 years. Um, I'm still learning. Sure. I'm still studying. And I'm still putting that into into. It's a, it's a common dynamic thing. It's always happening, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing the same for doctors. It's the law has immutable tenets, always the same, right? Always mm-hmm. true, right? But the understanding of it, of the practitioners, is ever-involving. So that's the analogy, right? This discipline study that I've made as a lawyer mm-hmm. at a depth and frequency sufficient to accelerate my skill is the same for faith mm-hmm. in the same way. It's like lawyers, most lawyers I know who become believers like I did, treat the Bible in the same way we, tr- we treated the, the, the studying for the bar. The law, yeah. It's like, ah, I got to figure this out, right? right. I got to outline this. You know, I got to figure it out. I got to know it, right? Uh And and I will say, from my belief system, that having studied the the Bible in the same way that I studied the law, I have the same degree of confidence in the order that's provided, the Mm -hmm. the system of order that's provided in the Bible, the same degree of confidence in that, that I have in the confidence that I have in in English common law principles, which govern our law. Mm Mm-hmm. Same, I believe in this, I believe in it. I believe a lot more than actually in, sure. in, in the right. Bible. Well, yeah, yeah. But I have the same faith in it. Otherwise, if I, you know, we're sitting in my conference room here, if a man sits down and asks me the law, question of the law, client, I'm going to tell him. You have to. Even if I think it's going to hurt. Even If he says, look, I want to do this or that, I'm going to say that's against the law. And he's going to say, but, but, but I, I wanted this. But or, I feel like I want or, to. Or so and so did this to me for, or, or, or. Right. There really is no... But what if? But what yeah, if? Yeah. There really is no difference if I'm sitting in the same conference with a man who comes to see me for counsel on faith, and he says, this is what my, my flesh yeah. is telling me what I want to do, and I say, that's against the law. What right. law? Well, the law is set out in the Bible. But this is what I really want to do. It hurts me to hear you say that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're <Right>? welcome. <laughs> but what kind of lawyer would I be to let a man believe yeah. a law that is not? What kind of him? What, what kind of counselor could I be? What kind of brother or am I? Shield lock or whetstone to or let a whatever. man think that I believe something and I don't. Yeah. Right. It doesn't even make any sense. You know, I, I, and that's why naturalism left me cold. Quite frankly, yeah. Bob Dylan spiritualism. I couldn't accelerate it. Mm. It demanded no subordination from yeah. me to Creator. I could hear it whatever I wanted in the wind. Right. Yeah. Whatever I wanted to feel. And and so you end up serving yourself again. I end up serving myself. For that exact reason, Franklin, it didn't force me to decide between living third and being a jackass. It has no effect. You can still be a jackass. Yeah. You know, you know, when the sun was shining at a full belly, I could say, oh, gee whiz, let's all love each other, right? Right. But when the sun wasn't shining, I was hungry. It's all about me, baby. Punch my neighbor in the neck. I would, yeah. I would throat punch a guy to get his last <laughs> Twinkie. Of course I would, right? It, you know, spirit, you know, Bob Dylan's yeah. spiritualism provided me no guardrails at all. Bad for me, bad for my concentrica. And because I'm an effective leader... I was gathering power with no guardrail, man. Right. And I remember you you stated that. I, I have stated that <laughs> many a time. All right. Now, 
Yes. Again, not that it's the only belief system, but no. Christianity allows for acceleration. It's the only belief system I know anything about, so I'm using that as an example. Sure. Supplant yours here if necessary. It needs practice to transfer head knowledge to heart knowledge. You can read all you want about loving your neighbor. Right. Right. But until you, you start can, loving them. You know, you can read the parable of the Good Samaritan and you can say, that's exactly what I think is right. Yeah. You know what? Jesus was right. Beautiful. Now go out and do it. Oh, no, no. I think people should do that. Right? <laughs> right. First 50 times, you're going to fail at it. Sure. Maybe 100. Right. In the back of your little idiot brain, my little lizard brain, in the midst of failing at it, not loving my neighbor, my brother, my neighbor, somebody who looked different than me, he's different than me, right. not loving him, not caring for him, mm-hmm. not leaving money at the at the inn and saying and binding my neighbor's wounds right. and saying, I'll be back, take care of him, not doing all that. Finally, an idiot voice in the back of my lizard brain says, That's not what you learned. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You so know, you, time one hundred and one. That's go, right. Boom. <gasps> I got it now. And then right. and then, time 102, you'll do a, a little step That's better right. and a little step better. As much as I love that Bill Murray scene in Scrooge where he's at the end, he says, I get it I now. I get it now. Yeah. That's not the way it really happens. No. The way it really happens is you must screw up. Yeah. But to screw up, you have to have a measure. You know, you can't. How would you know you screwed up unless right, you had one? If you one. just say, look, ah, you know, I didn't help this dude out this time because uh, the answer wasn't blowing that way. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that answer, right? See, that's where I'm, yeah. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um, and here's kind of the kicker on that is it's got to be every day and you got to get better because if you're not accelerating, you're backsliding. There ain't no third direction. Right. As soon as I stop trying to be a better lawyer, mm-hmm. I'm being a I'm being a, a less efficient lawyer, a less effective lawyer. By the same token, as soon as I stop learning, mm-hmm. stop studying and trying to go deeper into faith, my belief system, what I believe, I'm becoming less effective at it. Yeah. And less virtuous and more demonic every single day. The more I know of who I foresee as my, who I see as my savior mm-hmm. in my belief system, the more I know through study, the better I am able to adhere to those principles. It's it's just kind of like every other learned pursuit. You just got to keep learning about it and doing it. Yeah. Right. And it's a lifetime thing. That's why I call it a practice. You know that right. lawyer joke. Hey, you're still practicing law. Yeah. When are you mm. going to get it right? Never. Never. <laughs> Never, Bacon. <laughs> right. Hey, you're still practicing Christianity. Yeah. When are you going to be a good Christian? Never. Never. <laughs> Not till kingdom come, right? Because. Right. Uh, I just, I'm not capable of it, man. No one is. Flashback. Yeah, no and one those is. Those answers that Bob thinks he's hearing in the wind, more power to him. Yeah. But it ain't working for me. And that's okay. You know, Frank, yes, um, I do believe, and I just uh, I just alluded to it, I believe in kingdom come. And I think at that time, all the colors are going to bleed into one. But for now, I'm still running, brother. <laughs> I'm still running. Good. You know what you got? What's that? You got a face for video. <laughs> <laughs> Well, regardless, it's still a podcast. Okay, I'm praying about that. Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, Write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front.